Are you ready to change your tomorrow and start feeling good again? You're in the right place. Grab your coffee and together, let's start doing wellness differently. I'm Heather Young, a certified personal trainer. And I'm Jennifer Klutz, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Join us for conversations that will inspire you to ask better questions, remove the overwhelm, and discover what you can do to change your health now. Welcome to the Critical Conversations Podcast. As a society, we have become obsessed with numbers. We want to know our weight, our height, our BMI, and all other possible measurements. We use these numbers to judge our health, our beauty, and our success. But are we using these numbers correctly? Are we interpreting them in a way that is accurate and meaningful? Unfortunately, the answer for most people is no, especially when it comes to weighing ourselves and how we interpret the number being reflected back on the scale. Hello, friend. Welcome to today's Head Hug episode. I think we could all agree that our mind, heart, and soul could all use kinder and more supportive advice for how to reduce stress and reframe how we see the scale for enhanced wellness and well-being. Most people use their bathroom scale as the ultimate tool to monitor their health. They step on it, check the number, and use it to determine if they are having a good day or a bad day, and if they are unhealthy or healthy. However, this approach is flawed, and it can lead to frustration, disappointment, and even depression. This is why the bathroom scale is probably the most potent as far as psychologically than any other data collection method people have access to in their home. It's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that our weight or our appearance is what makes us valuable, especially in a society that often equates thinness with success and beauty. Many people believe that the lower the number on the scale, the healthier they are. However, this is not necessarily the case. If I asked you what the scale measures, what would you say? How heavy you are? How much fat you have? These are two very common answers for what the scale measures. Most people have a basic understanding of what the bathroom scale is actually telling them, but do not have a deep understanding of the underlying principles and concepts behind what that number truly represents. So it's the boss of them instead of them being the boss to it. So let's change that today. Let's dive deeper into the concept of what the bathroom scale measures and why it's important to understand that it goes beyond just weight and fat. By gaining a deeper understanding of the scale's measurements, we can shift our perspective and start regaining a healthy relationship with it. But more importantly, having a healthier perspective of what a healthy weight is or isn't for your unique body. It's common for us to associate the scale solely with our body fat, but the truth is it measures more than that. Our bodies are intricate and complex, composed of various components that contribute to the number we see, including muscle mass, bones, organs, water, and more. This means that the number on the scale can fluctuate for reasons other than changes in body fat alone. Let's begin by reflecting on our organs. 
Consider the weight of your heart. A healthy heart averages around three pounds, working tirelessly to pump blood and keep you alive. Your lungs weigh about two pounds, enabling you to breathe and experience life to the fullest. Your liver, about three pounds. Your kidneys, 4.5 pounds. Your stomach and intestines together weigh 10 pounds. Your brain is around 10 ounces. And your pancreas, gallbladder, and spleen, together about 10 ounces. These are considered the core vital organs, each playing a crucial role in maintaining your health, but also contributing to your overall functionality. Take a moment to appreciate the weight of these organs and their essential functions. We haven't even started to talk about our muscles, skin, and water. Next, let's explore the weight of water in your body. Water is vital for life and is present in every cell, tissue, and organ. It helps regulate body temperature, supports digestion, and aids in nutrient absorption. Close your eyes and imagine the weight of water flowing through your body, nourishing you and hydrating you. The average percentage of body weight that is water is around 50 to 60%. If someone weighs around 160 pounds, that means that their body would contain 12 gallons of water. That means that 96 pounds of the 160 pounds is just water. Did you know our water levels can fluctuate by as much as two to four pounds in a single day? This is why stepping on or off the scale in the same day is a failed endeavor. Now let's shift our focus to the muscles within our bodies. On average, women tend to have a lower proportion of muscle mass compared to men. According to general estimations, the percentage of muscle mass in women ranges from around 25% to 36% of their total body weight. For the average woman, that means the range would be around 33 pounds to 47 pounds of muscle weight. Muscles are powerful and dynamic, allowing you to move, lift, and engage in physical activities. They contribute to your strength, stability, and overall functionality. Picture the weight of your muscles, appreciating their role in keeping you active and capable. Without these muscles, your body would literally collapse into a pile of bones. Those are a part of your weight too. When you step on a scale, the number you see includes your bones. In general, the weight of bones in an average adult is approximately 14 to 20% of their total body weight. So what does this mean? If we consider an adult female with a body weight of 132 pounds, the weight of her skeleton would be somewhere around 20 to 26 pounds. Did you know when you go on a crash diet, you are actually losing bone? Losing weight too quickly and in unhealthy ways typically leads to muscle loss and a reduction in bone mineral density. Lighter bones are weaker bones. Just think about the gift of having strong bones, providing structure and protecting our vital organs. 
Close your eyes and visualize the weight of your bones, recognizing their significance in your overall well-being. By the way, your skin accounts for about 15 to 20% of your total body weight. So, for the average woman, that means it can weigh anywhere between 20 to 30 pounds. Your skin. Now as you reflect on these different aspects of your body, I want you to embrace the realization that the number on the scale encompasses all of these elements. It's not simply a measure of body weight and fat, but a reflection of the intricate and beautiful composition of your body. So when you pick an arbitrary number you think you should weigh, not based on true data that takes into account your whole self, you'll be asking your body to part with essential pieces of itself, including your muscles, bones, water, and more. I cannot encourage you enough. The number on the scale is just a number, and it does not tell you the whole story. It is just one piece of information or data, as I tell my clients. And it should be used in conjunction with other meaningful measurements, such as a DEXA scan, an accurate body fat percentage reading, your waist circumference, fitness tests, and so much more. So the next time you step on the scale, remember that it is not the only way to judge your health. It is just one tool in a larger toolbox, and it should not define your self-worth or how you live your day. Remember, your worth and value extend far beyond that number. You are a remarkable combination of bones, organs, water, muscles, skin, and so much more. So let go of the judgment and the pressure to fit into a specific weight category that you probably were never supposed to be in in the first place. Instead, Focus on nourishing your body, moving joyfully, and embracing a holistic approach to wellness. If you're struggling to break the cycle of weighing yourself more than you know you should be, and you can't take a break or successfully reframe how you're using it, then I encourage you to consider seeking support from a trusted friend, family member, or healthcare professional. They can provide you with encouragement and help you develop healthy habits that keep the scale as a useful tool or a tool you don't use unless needed and not something that has too much power. Remember, you're the boss of the scale. The scale is not the boss of you. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of Are You Weighing Yourself Correctly? I hope this head hug has shed new light on the scale and its true significance. Remember, you have the power to redefine your relationship with your body and embrace its true worth. Until next time, be kind to yourself and be well. Hi, this is Heather. I hope you found today's episode with Jennifer helpful. If you want to support our work through this podcast, leaving a five-star review for the podcast or sharing an episode on social media would absolutely mean the world to us. It would also help others find the show. Did you know that our podcast offers free worksheets that are designed to enhance your personal growth journey from these episodes? It's really easy to listen to a podcast, but then not take meaningful action towards change. 
but imagine how empowering it would be to see positive changes unfolding in your life. These worksheets are your companion to make that a reality. Using the worksheets is really simple. Just print them out or save them to your device. You can grab the link for this episode's worksheets in the show notes, or you can go to our podcast page on the website, shechangeseverything.com. We understand it can be challenging to stay consistent, but remember, change is a process and we're here to support you every step of the way. When you start using these worksheets, you'll be joining a community of like-minded individuals who are all committed to well-being and change. Download them now and let's embark on a transformative journey towards change together. Until next time, be kind to yourself in the process of change.